the Reverend Roger Miller experience right here on AMR.FM every Sunday morning from 7 a.m. to 9 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. That's right, everybody. Great morning. This is Army Radio. I'm the Reverend Roger Miller, and this is my experience. Uh, it's another Sunday morning here in Salt Lake City. It's beautiful. It's cold as hell. I guess not really. It's cold as fucking the coldest place on earth, it feels like. Um, gets down to zero degrees negative and stuff, and then the wind blows. It, it ain't no fun. I stayed inside all night long. That's for damn sure. And, you know, I... And, as, as much as I want to preach, everybody go out and do something today. It was, man. Might just be a good day to stay inside with your family and cuddle up with a good Netflix movie. Do a little binge watching. Watch some Trailer Park Boys. You know, teach your children how to be. Um, I don't know. I watched some of that Fuller House on there. Though I'm still in love with Stephanie. I was in love with her when back when Full House was done, and I'm in love with her now. Fuck, oh, she's amazing. She's exactly what I think women need to look like. <laughs> but anyways... You know, um, here it is, January 8th. My brother's birthday was yesterday. A whole bunch of things were going on. Um, There's actually not a whole lot, but today's, I, I think it was like today, uh, what is, I mean, I think it was bubble bath day or something. Yeah. Today is National Bubble Bath Day. <laughs> January 8th is National Bubble Bath Day. So everybody... That does tell us that is the, that is a sign from the Lord above, saying that we need to stay inside, relax, stay warm, nurse our colds. Because I know we've all had one. I'm pretty sure you can tell that I may have one. I've uh, got a little bit of a nasally thing going on, but that's what that's what we get for living here in the Salt Lake City and the inversion that goes on. It makes us not be able to breathe. Where the fact that the uh, emergency rooms hand out. Fucking, they hand out, what do they call it? It's uh, the inhalers and shit. They hand them out for free. All you got to do is pay 60 bucks, you know? So <laughs> it doesn't make no sense. They're like, yeah, we're going to give this to you, but you need to pay us for, like, the visit and the stuff, you know, at the same time. Please, because we're very desperately in need of all your money. That's why we keep you sick. That's why we want you guys. I mean, that's why we just give you stuff to like nurse this for a minute. Because next year, when this comes around, and the and the drug companies give us all the money for all this, all the all this stuff, for, and give us our perks and stuff, and all these free drugs that we make money off of, you know, then we we can do that. We can make money off of you with all these free drugs and samples that they give us of so these inhalers that are designed to assist you with the the pollution that goes inside of your your lungs during the winter time. Now, personally, me, when I show up here and it's wintertime, I'm going to smoke a few hundred packs of cigarettes to put a nice, good, th thin lining, thin to thick lining of a tar in the insides of my lungs that does go away. I, I mean, this is something I, I, I get to control. I know it goes away. Science has proven that it goes away. So I'm going to put that, that good lining in my, in, my, in my lungs for the wintertime when the inversion's really bad and then, then just, you know, quit halfway through. It's still there. By the summertime, I can go run a lap. Go run up to the top of a mountain. Fuck it. I hate the winter here. It's so goddamn cold. But, you know, it's still actually pretty nice because there's nothing better than looking having those girls come in with all those fuzzy, like, fluffy jackets and those boots that have little furs on them with nothing but tights on and shit. And I'm like, oh, my God. These girls are beautiful, even with a bunch of clothes on. I love it. 
Thank you very much, Salt Lake City, for having some of the most beautiful women in the world. Some of the worst air you could ever fucking breathe. But anyways, guys, enough talking about that shit. Like, today is, is an amazing day. Like I said, it was my brother's birthday. Happy birthday yesterday to him. He's an amazing man. And happy New Year's again. I mean, this is the first, first whole week of the new year. Have you kept true to your resolutions? I haven't smoked cigarettes. Well, I, I quit like way before the New Year's because like I was done with it anyway. Cigarettes are stupid. <laughs> I call them selfish sticks now. Fuck you. <laughs> you want to go outside and not be around me? That's selfish. Fuzz. <laughs> I don't want to be cold. So, but anyways, um, it's National Bubble Bath Day, like I said. So get in the bath. Be calm. Be good. You know, be relaxed. Put on that Netflix. Put on some candles. Make your old lady feel really good. Like... If you have an old lady, if you don't go find one, <laughs> you know, the local bars are still open here. So, um, you know, I have a whole, I have a whole list of things to go through with you guys. And I'm tired of just telling you what's going to come up right now. If you, if you're not excited about what's coming up, man, you just listen and you're going to find out why you want to be excited. But while you're sitting here figuring out what the hell's going to go on for the rest of this, the whole entire two hours, I want you to listen to Burnell Washburn. He's an amazing local artist here, hip-hop, phenomenal man. Check him out on YouTube. So this is Burnett Washburn right here on AMR.FM and Army Radio. When life flashes in front of our eyes, we'll make sure it's worthwhile. In front of our eyes, we'll make sure it's worth watching Find me rewinding the tape, grinding free time I can't find, I'm trying to find my place Break a make, create these days There's more leeway on my rope I'm on the freeway with the smoke Going to another show I hope some people show Hope my people grow and reach their goals I hope that they can find peace without smoking weed Goals need to know I don't need to be in steeples For conversations with God I talk to him and these flows keep close even if I don't see you, best believe you're on my mind Find my shining light Once you pass into the next life Your heart is a ribcage bird You finally get to fly the west 
taking off We got no baggage to claim We'll let it stay and rot Make of all Become inspired and informed We'll feel the fire inside Was the only thing that's normal Keep a warm glow Take it with you through the portal A fresh restart You left marks Immortal Thank you very much for that burn nail wash burn rib caged birds birds rib caged birds <laughs> I told you I don't know how to read fools <laughs> we, 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 I had a whole freaking section of this last time I don't know well not last time it was a few times before but yeah, I don't know how to read but that's right here on AMR.FM and Army Radio I am the Reverend Roger Miller and this is my experience so I, I've had a few weeks here. I mean, last week we, we, we really did take a take a moment and actually take for ourselves. Uh, it's the new year, man. We were out working in Colorado, having a good time, drinking. Well, I wasn't working. I worked the night before. I blew up over 350 fucking balloons with my own mouth, man. <laughs> tell you what, I, I drank a couple beers because of it. And you know what? That might be against the law for me to tell you that, but I don't give a flying fuck. Eat my dick. It's... <laughs> It's literally the end of the year. I've washed away all those sins that y'all put upon me and said that I did. And I'm gone with that. I'm done with it. I'm over it. All of it. I'm doing as I must and I do as I will because I'm a United States of American and I have the free will. This is the life that I lead, everybody. And please follow me along with this pathway that I've decided to take. At least, at least hold hands with me along with it along the way. All I want. All I want is for you to follow me so I can follow you when I get tired of leading the way. As long, as long as we're all a group and a pathway of people, we're all working together to get to the ending point, which the ending point is, well, I guess we're all going to die in the end. It's what we do. It's what this world's designed as. It's how, it's how life is. And so the number one key is, is to make sure when you're in this life and living this life and doing this life, like I keep saying, it's how you speak it. It's what you say. It's the, it's the fact of we are in the United States of America. We speak English. Our subconscious understands English. You know how many people, this eats my soul. The whole acronym of the world to make things better and shine it up. LOL was great. It makes people happy because it's laugh out loud. We actually understand acronyms a lot of times more than we understand our English language. Unfortunately, clicks and whistles are where we're going to. Maybe they were more advanced in Africa before we went in there and tried to show them what the wheel was and shit. I don't understand, but they knew what a spear was. They could still survive. We probably didn't need to interrupt and intrude and let them fucking have their clicks and whistles because that's about where we're fucking going. Because, you know, these little clicks on the fucking keyboard, click, 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 click. That's our language right now. But what I'm getting at is the fact that all y'all out there that having the bad days and this, that, and the other, I've watched you fall into your misery from Facebook. I have hundreds and hundreds and thousands of friends and people that I pay attention to on a regular daily basis, whether I say something to you or not. 
I'm paying attention to you. I'm watching you. I'm understanding your life and I care because I love you. And individually, everybody that is my friend on Facebook, I individually love you just equally the same on the same level. Some people I know better. Some people I'd rather spend more time with, but I watch you and I see what you say. You're like FML, this, that, and the other FML, FML. It took me a minute to understand what that meant. And I still know like SMU, some of these things I don't understand because like I'm not an acronym person. I'd rather speak to you in full language and full words and, and look at you in the eye or in the face or just hit your ears perfectly. So we all are understanding what we're saying. Okay. But FML, Fuck my life. Fuck you guys, honestly, for speaking to yourself that way. Talk to yourself like you're a fucking, you're, you're tender. Like you actually think you are. I mean, you might be a rough, tough, hard skin, this, that, and the other. But you're sitting there going, fuck my life, fuck my life, fuck my life, fuck my life. You know what that's doing? It's incantating in your mind, in your subconscious mind's eye, that you're just sitting there going, fuck my life. And you know what's going to happen? You're breeding that. Every time you say it, every time you type it into the sands of existence, because guess what? Typing in Facebook is just about like typing into your journal, writing a blog, anything like doc, uh, fucking uh, Doogie Hauser. Doogie Hauser. You know what I mean? He typed in that thing. That was his stand and script and time. That's what he was doing. Okay. And if he put in there, fuck my life, he probably wouldn't have been a doctor at the age of 12 or whatever the fuck it was. I mean, that might be a, 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 a TV show, but it doesn't even matter. It's a platform of me to work off of because you all understand you say FML and say fuck my life so much in your life that you end up being in your, you, you breed it and it's the laws of attraction. All you're doing is subconsciously bringing the rest of your life down because you're like say fuck it fuck this fuck my life fuck my life it sucked fuck my life this and all of a sudden you're in a spiral hole of fuck this fuck that and you can't get yourself out of it you don't know why and then when somebody says hey i have a suggestion for you out on the street when you're screaming and yelling at him he's like hey it really hurts my feelings that you say fuck my life all the time how about you just start saying i love my life Every time you start saying that, and you know what? That could piss somebody off so bad that the cops come and ask you, what are you doing, Mr. Miller? I'm like, I'm trying to change that person's life for the better with a backpack on my back and a guitar, you know? And all they're doing is yelling at me saying, fuck my life. Well, you know what? I guess so. You can have that. But once you're willing to stop saying that and start introducing I love my life into your life, until you are ready to make that change, you will never know the bliss of loving your life. All you're going to understand is the turmoil of fucking your life over and over and over again. Get over it, motherfuckers. I'm really tired of listening to you take your life down. And I'm going to call you a motherfucker. I'm going to treat you the way you are asking to be treated. Why? Because fuck, man, you're never going to learn. You're never going to learn until you have been finally without everything that you've been living for because of the way you've written your sands and time. Everything that you put up on your wall, everything you write in, in just in, in invisible ink that nobody else sees, but you know it's there. You subconsciously start saying FML after you say it a bunch of times and write it all the time. You're writing it down. You're seeing it in, the, in, the, in, the, in everything. And... It's, you, you just got to get the, you got to get out of it, man. You, man, woman, and, and, and really, 
I, you all know, Jessica, this is for you. Stop saying, fuck my life. For the love of God, I've been preaching it to you for years. And as soon as you start saying, I love my life constantly and replace that, it's going to take a little bit to, to mend over that, that hole you've made. But once that hole gets filled with love, you are going to find out exactly what it feels like to love yourself in your life. This is what some beautiful ladies on Love, Life, and Beauty that plays right here on AMR.FM. They start seeing, talk, they, were, they were just literally talking about self-love. And that's what the same point I'm just trying to make here. Have some self-pride. Talk about yourself like you are actually proud of who you the fuck are. Stand up, grab your woman balls, your little labia balls, and say, I got this shit. This is my world. And while you're doing that, while you're practicing this right now, saying, I love my life 10 times, I give you 10 I love my lives right now. Listen to Bad Grass. Jetty setting. Ha, <laughs> jet setting. I don't know how to read. I told you guys this. Bad Grass, jet setting, right here on AMR.FM and Army Radio. You know how 
great bluesy stuff right there. Right here on AMR.FM. This is Army Radio, and I am the Reverend Roger Miller. And this is my experience. So, I, um, I found out that I fell asleep to a whole bunch of UFO videos and shit. Like, the best sightings of UFOs. I found out that I fell asleep to this when I woke up to it. Uh, on his YouTube and just continue on this that and his UFO sighting I kept waking up to it like going oh shit um well, I I've I've got this I don't understand it and it's really something that I, I it came to my mind when I woke up and I saw saw it in this little bit every single UFO video and this that and the other and anything like documentary or what have you it all it is is somebody that talks like a lit, uh, he's got a real bird English accent, or he's just, would you look at the UFOs that are fucking crawling across the land? And it's something that just is a ridiculous voice, not even that good of a, a, a shitty voice, you know what I mean? Not saying that British people or Australian people have shitty voices, because I really am attracted to Aussie voices and trashy British women. So, and then that is true, so you trashy British women that are out there, Please hit me up at the com. Check me out on iTunes. You know, it doesn't matter if you're trashy British and it doesn't matter. I, I want everybody to listen to us, but it, preferably these trashy British women that I like so much. I want you to listen to my show because I want you to know how much I love you and how much I like your attention. So send me emails at, at thereverendrogermiller at gmail.com. You know, I'd love to hear from you. And check me out at thereverendrogermiller.com. That's my website. Check me out on, on, on iTunes at thereverendrogermiller.com. No, it's just Reverend Roger Miller Experience on iTunes. It's pretty amazing. Go there, subscribe, leave me a five-star rating. You know, Tell me about how you feel, what you think. I mean, cuss me out. I don't really give a shit. I really love your feedback on all levels. It assists in, in, in everything. It assists in how you're expressing yourself and what you feel, and I love that. Please. And I'll, I'll leave, if, usually, you know, all the good stuff, I accept all the good compliments and stuff, and I'll, and I'll get back to you then. But you negative people, I, I don't know what it is. When you poke my button, I want to push your button back. It's like, here, let's push each other's buttons until we can figure this out. That's what I like. I love that. But anyways, these fucking UFOs, man. <laughs> For real. What it's about is... Like there, it's always some weird person, it, like you, you, somebody you honestly don't hardly would even ever relate to. But I guess it's these, the reason why is because throughout all existence, unless you're a part of the United States government or authority figures, if you see a, a UFO or have anything to do with uh, extraterrestrial life forms and stuff, you, you get ridiculed. You, you look like a crazy person, like, oh, my God, that guy must have been on meth or heroin or something or hallucinating because he saw lights flying through the sky. Well, unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, I, 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 too, am one of them crazy people, and so is our producer here, Brandon Isbell, that amazing man that gets everything done. He makes sure this shit happens. All I do is talk, okay, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not the one pushing buttons and turning knobs here. I sit in front of a microphone. That's all I do. Okay? Mind you, there's a, I have a whole production team here. Brandon Isbell is in charge of it all. He's amazing. So make sure you give yourself a, give him a, a round of applause for all this. But these UFO things, they are, I mean, why, why is it that everybody's such an idiot? This is not idiot. Just somebody who's so, because of the fact of it's extraterrestrial. It's different. Nobody accepts it. 
Anytime you do something different that's different from everything else that anybody sees, they're going to question it and they're not even going to, they're going to answer it real quick with an easy answer. Oh, you're out of line. You're crazy. You're not the same as everybody else. You're, I mean, just because you're thinking different, you saw something different, you saw something they could never even fathom to believe is true. But this producer over here on my side, on my left hand side, him and I have physically looked in the sky in the middle of the day, saw a black, I see it as a triangle, but I can't see that far away. I can guarantee you that. But um, I'm going to call it a round black object. I'm pretty sure it was triangular shaped, but it went straight line really quick in the, in the sky and then made a 45 degree cut instantly and disappeared right in front of our eyes, right in the, right, I mean, in the desert sky, out in the Uinta Basin. A lot of weird things go on in the sky out there. I mean, we've all, I mean, that's the place I've seen a full rainbow in the middle of the night. It was amazing. It was beautiful. It was through a storm. I understand the, the science that happens through that, but I'm not a crazy person. I, I'm, I didn't get abducted. I, I actually sort of think it would be awesome to be abducted by aliens so I have that answer questioned, but whatever. <laughs> that question answered but it's it's something i uh, why i just still like why would we need to ridicule people for seeing something for believing what they saw so much that they're like oh my god everybody look at this i was molested i was probed last night i mean we all thought cartman was fucking hilarious on the first episode of of, of south park you know i don't know if that was the first one but it was one of the first ones in the first episode first season i mean those south park guys are phenomenal geniuses i might tell you about reason why a little later but right now i i'm i've got to ask this question a million times because i'm stuck on it i can't figure it out why are they always so fucking weird why do we look at them like they're weird people why are they ridiculed and you know the first people are to ridicule these people and play them on front street the media the government the people that are trying to hide something i guess that like, hey, look, if you believe in aliens, you're one of these crazy people. But you know what? Our government believes in aliens. They believe in them so much that they tell stories. They leak information. They put all this stuff out there. They are they're getting into time travel. Not time. Maybe time travel. I'm pretty sure because Hitler was into that shit, too. But all we're trying to do is mask something with what it is. You're putting it right in front of your face, the thing that they're trying to hide the most. Okay, and it's they're making you feel like an idiot when you actually see what they don't want you to see. So rather than feeling like you are an idiot, rather than feeling like you're ever going to be ridiculed, because you know how many people have seen these things and videotape them and don't put them out there. And thank God we're in the day and age that we can we can use these platforms like Facebook, Twitter and in Pinterest and all these other things. I don't know them all yet. I, I have a hard time dealing with even Twitter. I'm on Twitter, everybody. So don't forget that. Tweet with me. Tweet, tweet. But. We're able to put these things out there. Don't be afraid of being ridiculed. Who gives a fuck what everybody else thinks? If you believe in what you've seen and what you saw as something as extraordinary and everything, put it on Front Street. Put it on blast. Let everybody see it. Don't filter it through the government first. Put it out there first. Get it taken off. Get it. I mean, stand up. This is the United States of America. Last time I checked, I had the freedom to speech, to say whatever and do whatever I want. You don't believe me watching Border Patrol videos, huh? But 
Ladies and gentlemen, these UFOs, are, I believe, are real because they are unidentified flying objects. We don't know what they are. I bet you they are our government because if we don't know how to make a space, I mean, we, I mean, what's that B-52 bomber, whatever that, the stealth bomber that is in a triangular shape. It's black. It's, it, it goes beyond the speed of sound. You can't detect it. It is under the radar. It is a phenomenal, phenomenal piece of machinery. Now, if we were able to make that back in the fucking 80s, where do you think we are now? I mean, we found so many things throughout the years, even a little tiny alien body. It's like, it's like uh, not even two feet tall. And they've taken out and given DNA testing and all this stuff. It doesn't match anybody's DNA. It doesn't match anything. There is a little freaking he, like alien structured body where you could tell where its head was crushed. I, I don't know if it's real or not, but you know what? With everything, these people that, are, that found them and study it and, and, and doing this, there are people that study it all the time. And they're, they're just, it's all they do. Is study the study aliens and study the extraterrestrial and the sun, moons, and stars and how they're functioning, how they're working. And I mean, they they're doctors, they're lawyers, they're people that are, are very wealthy, but they take their money and put it into their, their own interest. I, mean, I can respect that. You can have a despicable job as long as you're doing taking your money and not just like throwing it into a house and playing golf and being corrupted by everything that's trying to throw you money. You're just making your money because it's a good industry and whatever. But here you are. Looking at aliens, trying to find something that's different out there and sharing your passion and love with all your others and, and you, you're funding this. And these people are the ones that are saying, hey, this is a little alien creature. This is that. We found it. They are actually connecting with UFOs by sounds that they, they recorded out in, like in, uh, in crop circles. When they were seeing lights and stuff, they recorded like digital like click, click, click sounds or whistle sounds and that stuff and with certain digital recorders. And they go out in the middle of the, the desert in some big powwow. I don't know if they're taking any hallucinogens, but I would if I was with these guys and trying to see shit. You know what I mean? But they're out there playing these recordings and trying to communicate with extraterrestrials. And you know what? Since 2000-something, even in the 1990s, these guys have been doing it for that amount of time. And every year, they see them. And every, oh, every year, they see them, and, and they attract them. And it's almost like they're communicating with these extraterrestrials. I mean, it blows my mind on what, what we're able to do. So... Uh, don't look at people like they're crazy just because they, they believe in aliens and they, they, they're seeing UFOs. That shit's real. There's something out there that we can't explain. So allow them to try to explain it when they see it. Don't think they're crazy because they're doing that. Okay? But we've re I mean, aside from all that craziness, that mumble jumble, UFOs just get me all twisted, dude, and all that kind of stuff. Because is it real or not? I don't understand. But in the reality of the world... Right here in AMR David FM Studios, we recently featured a a a, a, a gentleman is a hip hop a local hip hop guy. His name is Toby Ali. The song's called "Staying True," and we featured him right here on AMR Live the other day. And if you tune in, you'll be able to listen to it. But right now, we're gonna play that song for you. It's called "Stay True" by Toby Ali. Check him out right here on AMR.FM and Army Radio.
No matter what happens, I'll stay at you. No matter what happens, I'll stay at you. No matter what happens, I'll save you. No matter what happens, I'll pray to you. Feels like I'm only talking to the sky. Life is like winters, I walk in July. I wish I can read your mind when you lie. Fuck, it's back to business, no briefcase and tie. And I'm sussing what you think, my nigga. Try me. Pick your poison, what you drink, my nigga. My girl, she got a ass like her name's my nigga. Yeah, I got a lot of things, but I need bang, my nigga. Watch out, CP1 and don't see niggas in my way. You really want it if he tats you every day. And I rep the lake, boy, cause that's where I stay. Though I was born in Neptown and my weed's from LA. And I hear money calling. When I needed a hand, I was falling. I held a poker face through the bad times. Blessed with the straight, now I'm all in. Sometimes they gonna say they love you. Sometimes they gonna say they hate you. But when that money come, they running. No matter what happens, I'll stay to And I know we all got our issues. Sick of making my loved ones use up tissues. Want you to know when I'm gone, I'ma miss you. Leaving's like strapping my heart to a missile. Shoot for the stars like I'm banging that pistol. When money comes, I'ma dance just like Cisco. Smoke a joint just like Rick James at a disco. I'm the player in the game and the rep with the whistle. Now put that shit into perspective I tell them the truth, they question my objective Can't give a fuck why this blunt gets dissected Bitches ain't no movie, this spikely directed Seen people lose it, all niggas directless I hope you have living long on your checklist Yeah, living long on your checklist Living long till you're breathless And I hear money calling When I needed a hand, I was falling I held a poker face through the bad times Blessed with the straight, now I'm all in Sometimes they gonna say they love you Sometimes they gonna say they hate you But when that money come, they run it No matter what happens, I'll stay to you In the here, money calling 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 and that was amazing hell yeah you know what that shit right there was better than the shit that i've been hearing on the radio um I don't know, the Tyga and all these fucking fools and K Wan Call We Kwa and Ki Kiki and and oh, Kid Cuddy and I don't know, all these other motherfuckers with the fucking stupid names. I'm gonna say fuck a whole bunch because right now I'm Fred Durst in this bitch. Not really. Um, cause we like to keep it a little bit mellow, you know. Um I like to show my resilience and not be able to say the the F word a lot because literally, like I say, it's it's how you write your life. It's, it's how you speak your life. It's okay to cuss. It's okay to say the F, the F word. And it's okay to, to say cunt and vagina and all that kind of shit. But honestly, try do always do your best to have some couth and some coy and some tact in your voice and your, and your vocals. I mean, for real. I mean, if you listen to the very last show that we actually recorded and put out on iTunes, <laughs> yeah, I think I said the F word more, more times than Fred Durst does in a year in a two hour long period. It was pretty amazing. But, um, I don't know if you guys understand this, but every little town, every town, every city, every community has that, has that spot, has that person that it's almost like a, 
almost like a little store. You go in there, he's got everything you need. And he's in this, he's like, Hey, man, he's a free trader pretty much, but he needs money for his stuff. He sells it to you for cheaper. He's, you know, he's got extra small gloves and extra large shoes and nothing in between. But if you're an extra large person or extra small hands, you know, that's where you go to get your shit for a good price because you know what? He got it for a good price and he's willing to save, put those trading savings onto you. You know what I mean? It's like a little store, a little mart, like a Don Mart. You know, and if it wasn't for a Don Mart, I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't have made it to Salt Lake City. I got a car through Don Mart. I got some glasses. Through his, opti- his optometrist is amazing. He had my prescription right there, handed it right over. Didn't even have to take an eye exam. Don Mart is the most amazing store you could ever go to. Why? Because not only that, not only do you get to go in there and shop and peruse and figure out what you want, you're already going in there with an intention of getting something. But you're going to come out with a, a bonus prize. You get something for free every time you go to Don Martin buy something. You know what I mean? And every community has one of these kind of places. It's just down the street, to the left, to the corner, and down at the end of the road, somewhere down there. It's always a place that nobody really knows about. Only a select handful, select good people get to be a part and are their members of Don Martin. It takes a special kind of person to be a member of Don Mart. And Don Mart is the kind of place where, okay, you're out there, okay, you're out there with your group of friends doing a job. Let's just say you're, uh, you're mending fences or you're something like that, and something comes up, and you're like, God dang, I need that part. And it's a Sunday, right? <laughs> and nothing's open. And you really need this part. You need this one little thing. And for some reason, it's so odd and strange, and it's such a weird, odd little device or little thing, that knick-knack or something that you need to, to continue on with your day that you're never going to find it at the Walmart. You're never going to find it here or there. But if you go down, if you if that one person, there's only one person in your group that ever knows the, how to get into Don Mart. The only, the only one person has a Don Mart membership card. And so he, he's like, hey, you know what, guys? He doesn't say anything about Don Mart. He won't. He won't. And he never will. Because he's smarter than that. I mean, you keep your fucking mouth shut about Don Mart. Really, I'm breaking the first rule of Don Mart right now by speaking of it and talking to you guys about it. But... We all know it exists. We all know it's there. But I'm just saying, if you, if you know this Don Mart kind of place, respect it. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Don't say a word. Second rule about Don Mart, don't say a word. And, and most importantly, keep your mouth shut. Don Mart exists, but it really doesn't. I mean, it's not illegal, per se, I don't see it as illegal. I see it as a wonderful way of getting what you need when you need it from the ones who are willing to get it and give it to you. So make sure you're supporting your local Don Mart. Go to there first when you can't find it on Sunday. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, and anyways, even if you're not going in to, to buy anything, go in and love your local Don Mart member. Give them a hug. Let them know you're just like you're grateful for the fact that they're there. And if it's not open, if the closed sign is up, leave a note. Let them know you stopped by. Don Mart, it's just down the street and around the corner. Don't tell. Don't ask. Most importantly, keep your fucking mouth shut. You know, help the economy, really. You're putting money in, in local hands, really. I mean... We have this huge problem <laughs> in, the, in, in, in the United States. It's called debt. 
evidently we're in debt 10 to, 10 to 11 times more money than we have in circulation. Even more so. I don't know. Because right now, it says that there's $10.5 trillion in U.S. currency. But only like $1.49 trillion are of it in currency that's printed or pressed in bills and notes. What the fuck? So we consider this make-believe number that's credit. Credit as U.S. currency. Credit that is, 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 is actually worldwide. These numbers that we buy stuff on Amazon and we do all that kind of stuff, those are just numbers that are created saying that you have this stuff. And it's worldwide because you order it from a company that's overseas. So that is a worldwide currency. That's where we're trying to take us. Is it such a bad thing? I don't know. But it's not looking very good right now because they're taking my dollar bill away. My power to do whatever I want. It's, it's unfair. To me, it feels unconstitutional. Like as if it, I mean, why would they try to do that to us? Why are they trying to take away our power within ourselves to, to have what we want, to do what we want, when we want? Not everybody, hey, we can't, and then they're going to be able to track our spendings, track what we do, even more so. You know, like, I like having paper money. I like being able to go down to my buddy down at the end of the road that needs a couple extra dollars that has an ounce of weed that could use an extra 50 so I give him a $50 bill for a heavy eighth of weed. You know, helping out the local community, helping him get to work one more day, helping me get through my day without any pain, without any problems, without any mind controls fucking shit that everybody's trying to get me to see. I'm done with it. We have a, what, I mean, I don't understand how we're in debt trillions and trillions of dollars we're about ready to go into debt nine point something trillion more dollars having trump in it doesn't make any sense like where are these numbers coming from when there's only actual physical united states currency 1.42 trillion dollars out there so i mean think about that ponder that but while you're doing it <laughs> This is Folk Hogan, one of my favorite local bands here, Folk Hogan. It's, this song is Band of Mighty Souls, right here on AMR.FM. Band of mighty souls. 
goodness. You, you know what, folks? If you weren't dancing around to Fold Hogan with the Band of Mighty Souls on that one, you're out of your mind. That was one of the better ones I've heard in a long time. I love Folk Hogan and all the stuff they do, but that, I love that song. Perfectly fitting for exactly what we were just talking about. And right here on AMR.FM and Army Radio, and I'm the Reverend Roger Miller, and this is my experience. So, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, whew, I'm, re- I'm really tired of this, this inversion, man. <laughs> I can s- hear that. I can sniff through my nose finally, but the back of my throat feels like it's all still congested. It's weird. Come out to Salt Lake City, the greatest snow on earth. Breathe our air. <laughs> Help us filter this out. But anyways, folks, um, uh, you, do, you do understand that we do have that problem with all the with all the debt that I was just talking about. But here's something: Trump Trump has said this uh, months ago, and it caused some controversy. Still is controversy, and it's going. It's probably going to be some controversial shit until we figure it out. Everything's going just fine until it doesn't, or everything's going horrible until it starts going good. So, but what's going on between Trump and China is that there's a trade war that is about ready to go take forth and take happening. It's because they're, everybody charges too much money for everything. I mean, they're just trying to capitalize on, on you know, the person that's making all the money. Like, okay, cool, you're making all the money, I'm going to go to you. That's, I mean, it's smart. It's, it's wise business. You go where the money's at. You don't, I mean, if you're, you don't start a business to, to, you start a nonprofit organization to go where the money's not. You start a business to go where the money is. So if it makes sense, but still... If you're capitalizing too much, that drives the prices too high. And then we have $750 phones that are, I mean, people are going to debt for their lives just to have a goddamn phone in their hand. So in China, I mean, we're, we're having so many problems with them. Trump was like, you know what? We're just going to cut off all freaking trade with you. We're going to cut off the, the iPhones. And actually, you know what? That's not what we're going to do. We're going to tax you. We're going to tax you higher. We're just shipping in and out of here. That's what we're going to do. That's better, Trump says. And so what China does, sorry, I mean, I'm correcting myself. And what China does is like, you know what? If you're going to charge us more, 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 more money to ship our stuff in, we're just going to cut off all ties with you. That means your precious little iPhones and shit. Your little iPhones are finally going to get the fuck out of here. You know, you're not going to send those over. We make them here. This is what we do. We're over. We're overruling everything because we make them here. You send it out here to get made. You know what, though? We're going to bring that shit back here. That's what that's what Trump says. We're going to we're going to bring it back here. And that's a smart thing to do. Honestly, we're paying seven hundred and fifty dollars a phone. Somebody is. Your insurance is, you pay for it in your bills every, every month. It sounds like it's such a great deal. You pay an extra $50 a month on your phone bill or $25 a month on your phone bill. That really doesn't, I mean, the cost of this comes out of the blue. Just so you know, it doesn't really cost a lot of money to use that stuff, to have that. It exists. It's already existing. You can use that, that, that free air that's out there. But, I mean, it takes people to, to run the customer service for all this stuff, and that's what you pay for, really. So hopefully the customer service is good and go where there's good. But anyways... Ugh, I got lost in that one. So what I'm really trying to say is Trump is is doing it right by bull, pulling all these businesses, wanting them to come back here. We need to employ the United States. We really do. We need to employ them very, very well. 
because we have so many people here that are in poverty level. If you're going to live in poverty level, you might as well be doing something, you know, to, to, to get something more and have an opportunity. Like Apple's a good company to work for. They really, truly are. And if you are a United States of America and working for Apple, you are well taken care of. You have, you're going to have pensions. You're going to have, you're going to have a retirement if you work there long enough and they treat you well from what I understand. So, and, and, and Mac, and you can tell they treat their people well because their customer service is phenomenal. It's great. So why aren't we just saying, yeah, let's invite this more in our, into our, because in evidently it's costing more to make it in China. If it costs less, uh, big deal. Let's just pay, let's pay what we pay because $750 is a ridiculous amount of money for a phone. Okay. I know it's a little computer and all this kind of stuff, but it really doesn't cost that much to make it. I know it doesn't. I know it doesn't because if it did, it would be, it wouldn't be so feasible and so widely spread and widely easily made. There's so many of them out there. So ladies and gentlemen, Trump, I believe might be doing the right thing here by saying, you know, fuck you, China. You're, we're, we're, we're going to cut our ties because you're, you're acting a fool. Russia's mad with you. I'm, I'm, I'm mad with you now because of the way you're treating us and you're trying to pull, pull the cards and stuff. You know what? Steve Jobs, the United States of America, created that apple that you're, you're holding on to. So let go of the apple. We took the bite out of it. It's ours. <laughs> we're going to bring it back to the United States. We're going to employ our, our people. Give them food on their table so they can buy these things, <laughs> feel more comfortable buying these products, and maybe even give them a discount because they work for them. That, you know what I mean? Take care of them. Take care of these people. And then you guys get to go and fend for yourselves and do your own thing. And if that constitutes for the fact that you want to come over here and bomb us, bring it the fuck on, fools. We got a bunch of rednecks with guns ready to fucking shoot you. <laughs> Not only that, we have a beautifully trained military force. That has proven time and time again that we can go and fuck some shit up. And we're not afraid to fuck our own shit up, fucking your shit up. Literally, I'm sorry. But I believe Trump's got this right, guys. This whole trade war thing, the whole fact that China's pulling their cards like this, saying, well, we ain't sending you cards. Well, you know what? GMC, American-made stuff, right there in America, Central America, Right across the border. It might be cheaper, but you know, we're employing them down there, helping them stay down there in their area so they don't have to come up here, right? Where we're already overpopulated. We're putting our businesses down there to help employ them. It might be, we may be spending less money doing it. It might be a wise business decision to do so, but you know what? They're, those people are employed, making money. Yeah, you know what? They're, they're, their economy is different. They don't need to get paid $25 an hour because their equivalency to $25 an hour is $5, five pesos an hour, whatever. I don't know. But that's just what it is. It's economics. And you're just, and they're helping out somebody else. That they're letting them be employed. And if there's a bunch of white people being employed there, then yeah, we may have a problem. We need to let, allow the, the people that are down there and the, and the communities that we, we put these businesses in to allow them to, to be a part of it, to run it. You know what I mean? We are worldly. We say America because, you know, I bet you we all believe it in our hearts that it is America, Canada, Mexico, Brazil, Chile, all those places, Ecuador, even Panama. You know what I mean? That's all part of America, North America, South America. We are all Americans. 
And if the world wants to stand up against that, bring it the fuck on. But that's not the way it is yet. We need to take back America. People like me, people like you that listen to this, that believe in the things that I say, even if you don't, they'd even question it and can actually stand in front of me and talk to me and have a conversation and be still be human at the end of the day. Shake hands, hug each other, say I love you, have a good night. We'll, we'll continue this some other time. Those are the kind of people I look for in life. Thank you very much. If we're going to, if we could, if we have a band of humans that are like that, nobody will ever overtake us. Yeah. So this trade war, whatever they want to call it, they want to call it a war. We're going to try war, 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 war. That's how we make money. Fuck it. I'm done with it. It's stupid. We're not calling it a war. We're actually just saying, hey, you know what? We're standing up for ourselves. We're, if you want to cry and whine about A, Bs, and Cs, X, Ys, and Zs, money isn't no issue. Really, you do know it. You know we can support ourselves just fine. We know you can support yourselves just fine. We all have everything we need in our own local areas to handle what we need to handle. That's what we're given, and we can use it. We are very smart humans, every one of us on the face of this planet. And if you don't believe that, then you're going to end up having these wars. You're going to live in scarcity. You're going to live in fear. And it's enough. I've had enough of it. You know what, world? I'm not just talking to the United States of America. I'm talking to the whole damn world right now. You know what? Stand up. Grow that backbone. Put a stiff upper lip on. Allow things to roll off your back. And you love the people you are next to and love the people you are going to see and love the people you have seen and until you can find the light stand next to the ones that do I want to tell you all on that note I love you all and until next time I want you all to have a wonderful time practice saying I love my life this right here on AMR.FM and Army Radio you're going to hear Brabden as I say goodbye everybody this is my experience <laughs>